1: All right. Welcome to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom. And today we're going to be talking all about how Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac came out and announced their new loan increases. For this segment, I brought on Heather Barkley-Kilpatrick. So, Heather, go ahead and wave your hand so everybody knows. Hi, everybody. And There you go. <laughs> and I brought on Carrie uh, Young. I almost called you Williamson. Uh, <laughs> Carrie... <laughs> Carrie Young and both ladies are on my team. They are experts in the mortgage field, both of them having been in the business for many, many years. And so they are going to be talking to you guys today about the new loan limits and how this is going to benefit you. How does this change your lending? How does this help you get into something into a higher sales price, maybe a little bit easier qualifying? Um, So I am going to let you ladies take it away. But Before I do, which I love that I am not on camera today, (laughs) uh, I want to remind everybody that this is an open forum. So if you have questions, we want you to put those questions into the feed. We want you to ask them. We are going to read them for you. We're going to read them out loud and answer them. So make sure that you guys are communicating with us. I can see that my dad, our biggest fan of Mortgage Mom Radio, has jumped on and says, Hi, guys. 26 degrees this morning out here. Just recited one of my sheds. Dad, you're nuts. Um, <laughs> 26 degrees in Chicago. So yeah, Um Pass on that. So, so anyway,
2: in Southern California. <laughs> right? Exactly.
1: Or Las Vegas or, or Washington yeah, and Seattle. Or Tennessee,
2: <laughs> carrie's <in> Tennessee. Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I thought it
3: was cold here today.
1: It's 45.
3: I'm oh, so it is here.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, it, it was really cold here last night. So, uh, you know, I, I think that there's a storm coming through though, because I've had quite the headache, um, and I'm not exactly sure why, but, uh, so Daniel, uh, Levin or Levine, I'm not sure how he pronounces it says, hi, glad you are doing the show still. Absolutely. We are doing it. We're doing it every week. We are just not, um, sending it to radio, uh, as far as, you know, paying for the airtime. we've got to keep the expenses low while things are slow, um, Uh, Dad says 60 in Missouri. Yes, Dad, I know you really want to move to Missouri. I just don't know (laughs) if I can... I don't know if I can bite that one off. Um, that's a little bit rough. So, anyway, uh, welcome to the show, guys. Again, we're talking about loan limits. Where did they go to? They were just announced yesterday, new loan limits for 2023. How crazy is it to even be talking 2023 right now? Can't wait for FHA to make their announcements. So, we'll do another one of these when they do. Uh, but Heather and Carrie are going to be talking all about it. Again, I want you guys to put your questions into the feed. This is an open question and answer kind of show. We want to be taking care of you. If you need something, call our office. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844. We lend for you. W-E-L-E-N-D. And the number four, if you want to know when we go live and you don't have us subscribed on your YouTube channel, make sure that you text the word mom to 844 935 three, four. Um, So dad does jump in. He says, what's the current interest rate? And to be honest with you, that's very, very difficult to answer because every single loan is different. Every single person is different. Every credit score is different. Every property value, every down payment, every person doing a refinance with a different amount of equity, taking cash out, not taking cash out. So I can't really answer that question for you, but interest rates have improved a bit. I'm sure you ladies have noticed. Mm Mm-hmm. We've seen a nice improvement. Um, if you are buying a home right now and you are negotiating with the seller and you are getting them to pay a couple of points for you, I just locked a client in on a VA deal at We've locked in a couple of our conventional clients in the uh, mid sixes. So definitely even low sixes. I think I had one where the seller paid 3% and we got them down to 5.875. So rates can be very good. It's about negotiating. And if you're not sure what you should be doing, you should be giving Mortgage Mom Radio a call first so that we can help you get you pre-qualified and get you on to a real estate agent who is willing to work hard for you and negotiate the right deal uh so Heidi did jump in and says hi ladies look at uh, looks everyone hi, is on today yes Heidi everybody is on today and so I'm gonna let you guys take it away so I don't know who if you guys had talked to each other about who's starting or what no. but this you is did all it.
2: impromptu <laughs> We're I love it, it. you're winging Just, it okay yeah. So well, this well, is what well, change what works, right? Right. Exactly. Okay.
1: Okay. So I want you guys to start with because the show is on YouTube, it's on Facebook, it's national, right? Not just yeah. where my butt is in the seat in California. So this mm-hmm. is national. So let's start with what is the current loan limit? Not considering high balance or high cost areas. What is the current Fannie Mae Freddie Mac loan limit? Who knows that number? It's six forty seven two hundred. Love it. And where are we moving to? What is the new number?
3: So they announced they are increasing it to 726,200.
1: That is a huge. It's a increase. huge jump. Huge, huge jump. Okay. So I'm going to let the two of you talk about and talk together and talk about how this helps and affects people. Now, high cost areas. So a lot of California you know, the different counties in California, Los Angeles County, Orange County, San Diego County, uh, Ventura counties, right. They all have different high cost numbers. Many areas back East have those same high cost numbers. So we'll let you guys jump into those a little bit, uh, as we go further into the show. But the one thing that is so important is that across the nation, the national conforming loan limits. So whether you're in Houston or San Antonio, or you're in Tennessee, Nashville, uh, Mount Juliet, where Carrie is, you know, uh, if you're in (laughs) Arizona where Heidi's at you know she's in Maricopa County all of our Las Vegas peeps all of our um, Seattle's got some uh, higher loan limits as well so I'm going to let one of you guys make sure that they can hear what their new numbers are um, because I do believe that they go above our standard national number so but let's talk about how this benefits people from the 647 200 jumping up to 726 I mean that's a big jump so I'm going to let you ladies talk that's a huge jump um I, when I was actually looking for a
3: house, there's not many high cost areas in Tennessee. Um, Some of the counties I'm in, they have high costs, but it's not much compared to like Los Angeles where it's, you know, before it was 647 base Uh and then the high cost went up to 970. So um, like the high cost areas in some of the counties here in Tennessee only went as far as. 650, 672, things like that. So, when I'm looking at houses and I only have five percent down and can't qualify, you know, for a jumbo loan, which would be anything over that conforming loan limit, um, I was kind of stuck at a certain price range. Um, so if anything was listed just above my price range, I'd either have to put more money down, um, or just find a different house so this is huge i know for tennessee because we don't have a lot of high cost areas and even when we do they're not extreme like you see in la or ventura or orange county so that's one of the pluses for the increase for us here in tennessee
2: so for us in in los angeles and um you know surrounding areas orange or ventura county so we're a little bit different in that um We have the conforming rate, which right now is the 647,200. And what that means if you're buying a home is that say you're coming and you want to look at a home that's 750,000, you know, and you want to put down, um, you know, 5%, for example, right? That's going to be a loan higher than the 647. And so when that happens here in Los Angeles or the higher cost areas, what that means is that um, because your loan amount is over 647,200, we either have to take you into a high balance loan, which rates aren't real pretty, (laughs) or if we don't have that high balance option, we have to take you into a jumbo loan. And as Carrie was mentioning, it's super hard sometimes to fit into a jumbo loan because they can be... You know very specific they're they're borrower specific i like to say um depending on what your scenario is whether you're you know self employed or w2 it can be a big difference so what it means to us is that instead of as a lender if you're looking at buying that $750,000 house and you still only want to put your 5% down now that means instead of looking at a loan rate of 647 or under we can go up now to the seven hundred and twenty-six thousand dollar amount so at 750 if you're looking at putting five percent down we can do that loan as um a conforming limit most likely you know versus where before we would have either been in high balance which would have been a little bit higher rate um or in some areas put you into a jumbo so basically essentially what it's doing is it's opening up that market that loan amount for people who are interested in buying and let's face it you know here in um, in California, even, you know, in Arizona, in Washington, certainly, um, you know, seven, seven fifty is not an unreal number, even, you know, um, 650 or, you know, what have you. So I think that's great. It's going to make it more affordable for people that couldn't, um, maybe purchase before.
1: Yeah. So, so one thing that I do want to make sure I'm going to let Carrie actually answer this question. So one thing I want to say is we did get a comment, uh, that says me blessed and strength is the name that the, um, screen name, so thank you for watching, and uh, she says, I'm in California, so we're going to talk a little bit about that because I do want to make sure that everybody understands what high balance is, and then we have many counties where a lot of people have been purchasing homes and also live, Riverside and San Bernardino counties, Mm -hmm. because that was a less expensive area for a very long time, it was easier to get into a home in those areas in the lower price ranges, but because of that, they don't have that high balance. So Carrie, I'm gonna let you explain right now so that everybody understands what is high balance when I'm talking high balance, high cost. Can explain that a little bit. What what does that mean and and what are what do those numbers look like and who gets it and and how do they determine and blah, blah, blah? So um the high balance is anything in a certain high cost
3: area. It's over the conforming loan limit, but that county allows for you to go up to a certain um, amount because you're in a high cost area. So for instance, like Los Angeles, Orange County, um, San Diego are some examples of high cost areas. Um, so they just announced that in Los Angeles, the new high balance limit is 1,089,300. Um, Riverside and San Bernardino, unfortunately, still are not considered high balance, but they at least they went up to 726 um, so the good thing is I did some math on this. So for Riverside and San Bernardino, now with the new conforming limit of 726, you can get a conventional loan um, with right around 5% down up to a purchase price about 764. Um, when FHA eventually comes out with these new limits, because we know they will, they always follow behind Fannie and Freddie. Um, FHA three and a half percent down, you can buy up to about a, um, 752 loan amount or purchase price. I'm sorry, 752. So in San Bernardino and Riverside, that opens people up a lot because before we were kind of limited around like the 650, 660 range. So now people have about a hundred thousand more of purchasing power in those low cost areas, um, In Los Angeles, though, going up to a million, they really needed that considering how expensive everything is. Orange County, too. um, So the high balance limit in Los Angeles, like I said, is a million. It's also the same in Orange County, a million eighty nine. San Diego County is nine seventy seven five hundred. And then Ventura went up to nine forty eight seven fifty. Um, I do think that Ventura County should have gone higher because everybody loves a house by the beach and come on, you know, they're
1: they're not going to get much under a million by the beach. So I do want you to look up for us, Seattle, so that we can tell our Washington, um, our Washington listeners what, what they have. Yep.
2: That's going to be King County. Mm -hmm. And, um. We're looking uh, for them. They're actually a little bit higher. They're going to be 977500 seven um, five hundred. So it is. It can be super expensive in Seattle. And a lot of people that I've been talking with, you know, their homes are a million and over. So that's where that nine seventy seven number comes in. It is a little bit higher than um, that seven twenty six number.
1: Yeah, no, that's very helpful. So one thing I want everybody to understand is that you have Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac normal conventional loans, and those normal conventional loans, different from a jumbo, are there is always the national number, like I said, the conforming loan limit, which went from 647,200 to 726,200. Is that what I heard, Carrie? 72600. Yes. So we got a huge we got a huge raise, right? So everybody across the country got a huge raise in what we what can we lend to you without having to go to jumbo. Now, what Heather was talking about earlier how it helps California, yes, we've got the high balance loan limit, but keep in mind that if you go over that national number, that you know, 726 or that 647 when you go over that number, then you're getting into what we call is a high balance loan or high-cost loan, or another term for it would be a jumbo conventional, um, because you're in that kind of tweener stage. You're in between the conventional number and then where you've got to go for a jumbo loan when you get past that in these high-cost areas. That tweener number gives you tweener rates. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the best way to explain it. Yeah. you definitely get a bump in interest rate. The interest rate gets more expensive when you go over that conforming loan limit and you're in that middle section before the jumbo lending. So when you're in that conventional high balance space, then it does get more expensive and that interest rate does go up. So what Heather was explaining was that now we don't have to go to that high balance number as fast as we did before, you know where we're stuck at 647 now all the way up to 720 we're still giving you those lower interest rates. So this is very beneficial. Um, I want to read a couple comments for you guys. So Catherine Williams uh, jumped on. She said, hi. Lori Ware jumps on. She says, hi. Uh, Catherine Williams uh, asked the question. She says, is there a way to get a loan with a 1099? I have a family member in another state who was informed that her income would not count towards being approved because she's a 1099 Um at least for two years. So I think what she's trying to say is she hasn't been a 1099 for at least the two years. So, um, I, I'm going to let, you know, I'm going to let you guys both. I'm going to let Carrie go first. And then I'm going to let Heather jump in because there's a million different ways to take this question. Um, but what she's asking is, is there a way to get a loan? If you have a 1099 for less than two years, For less than two years.
2: Okay.
1: I think, I believe
3: so. Um, I want to say as long as you're in the same industry as you were before, like you went W2 doing, you know, consulting and now you're 1099 consulting. I believe we can use that because you have the history of it. And then we do have 1099 programs, bank statement programs, um, asset depletion programs. If you got money in the bank, (laughs)
2: And depending on what state you're in, we have um, community mortgage. That's a great one, depending on what you're looking at putting down. Um, I know I did have a client and we did a loan for her last year and she is um, an occupational therapist and she worked for a company and was W-2'd for many years and decided she was going to go out on her own. And, you know, we did have um, her 1099s from the companies um, and I believe we used just for the year. So I think it depends on what type of loan that they want to do. Like what amount is she looking for? Are we in conforming? Are we in jumbo? Um, you know, what is like Carrie was mentioning the specific scenario to it? Um, is it a brand new industry for her? It might be a little bit tougher. You need that to call us. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so have her call, Catherine. The telephone yeah. number is. <laughs> 844-935-3634. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You did it. You did it. So with that, actually, yeah. we we should take a break. But Jennifer jumps on. She says, hi. Catherine did say get alone. So I had actually read that right when I, I kind of corrected it as I was reading the question. Um, I want to remind everybody, this is an open show. You get to ask your questions. We're going to read them out loud, answer them for you. We want to make sure you get all of the information that you need need. The best way to do that is to text the word MOM to 844-935-3634. That's 844. We lend for you. W-E-L-E-N-D. And the number four, that will get you opted in to get one text message per week when we go live so that you can click on the link from your phone and you can jump in and you can join the conversation and be able to ask your questions immediately. If you'd rather give us a call, you want a one-on-one consultation, Heather and Carrie, they're more than happy to take those calls. It's 844 935 3, 4. Same phone number for everything, guys. Please feel free to use it. That is what we are here for. We are here to help you understand, educate you, and get you the loan that you need. So with that, we're going to take a super quick break, and we'll be right back. She's a mortgage
0: mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom.
1: All right so how do you guys contact us and this is really important because once we're done with this uh, presentation today you may decide that it now's the time you want to get things started you want to ask us questions let me just tell you that anywhere at all that you look for mortgage mom radio you can find us everything is mortgage mom radio don't forget the radio because there are a ton of people that try to call themselves mortgage mom um, but mortgage mom radio you will find us the website is mortgagemomradio.com on Instagram, we are Mortgage Mom Radio. You know, you can see it all here. It's on this screen.
0: Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act (NMLS ID 237926). Also licensed in Arizona 0941504, Florida LO76508, Georgia 69178, Idaho MLO 2080237926, Illinois 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina I210940, Nevada 57237, Oregon, Tennessee 1843 three texas washington mlo
1: 237926 ready to go back all right so welcome back to mortgage mom radio i am debbie marcu i am the mortgage mom and every week we do a show for you guys we bring you all the latest information education and everything that you need all things real estate and mortgage today i have carrie young and and Heather Barkley Kilpatrick on. They are helping us to give you all of the information that you need about the announcement that was just made yesterday, confirming what our new loan limits will be for conventional financing, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac in 2023. It sounds so crazy to say 2023. It really does. Uh, I want to remind everybody that this is an interactive show. Please feel free to put your questions and comments into the feed. More than happy to answer those for you. That is what we are here for. We want to make sure that we get you the information that you are looking for. Now, you guys can call us. Obviously, you can get Carrie, you can get Heather, you can get me, you can get Heidi, you can get any of us on the phone, and we would be more than happy to do a one-on-one consultation with you. So you're going to just call our number. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844. We lend for you. W e L-E-N-D. And the number four, you guys can always head over to the website, mortgagemomradio.com. If you prefer podcast, you guys can listen there. I know many of my listeners have been really sad. They've all been calling saying, where did you go? Because they like to listen by radio on the weekend and all of a sudden the show is gone. Um, So, you know, it just, it is what it is. I'm being fully honest and transparent. Things are slow. Interest rates are up. Refinances are low. Applications are low because really the only loans that are moving forward right now are really purchases, right? So we've got a lot less volume than we had, which means a lot less income than we had, which means that we have to make sure that we're conserving income where we can conserve it. So, and, you know, bring our costs down. So, uh, Unfortunately, right now, airtime is off, but we are still continuing to bring you guys this show every single week, and you can listen to it by podcast, by Facebook, by YouTube. Everywhere that you guys search Mortgage Mom Radio, you will find us. And make sure that you have opted yourself in to get the text notification once a week when we do go live, if you would like to be able to jump in and ask your question and get it answered. So again, the same phone number that you would call the office, you will text the word MOM, M-O-M, do not text anything else, literally just the word mom, or you will not get opted in. It gets all confused. It's a computer system. So text the word mom to 844-935-3634. That's 844. We lend for you. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. So I'm going to start with Heather this time. We got a question from Fair Lady that says, if I find a house for 700000 but I'm putting down 150000 would this loan still be a conventional loan or is it based off the purchase price? Great question. Great question. So
2: I would need a little more information.
1: No, um, you don't you yeah, don't well, let's just pretend let's pretend her credit's perfect her perfect. assets are okay, perfect her income is perfect <laughs> let's just look at the basic basic basics. Yeah, she's basic she's buying a house for 700 yeah putting down 150 grand
2: yeah so if you're buying a house for 700 and you're putting down one hundred and fifty thousand, you know the loan amount's going to be about 550 so you're you know well below that seven hundred and twenty six thousand two hundred numbers so you could definitely be you know fit in that conforming rate um and, you know, go ahead on your merry way with your conforming loan.
3: <laughs> yes. You can buy a house for 870 something. Yeah, and put the 150 down and be within the conforming loan limits.
2: As long as your loan amount is 726,200 or below, um, you're going to fit. So if you're 724, you fit. If you're, you know, 727, you don't fit. <laughs> you got to put a little bit more money down um, just to get you under that, you know, 726,200 number. As long as your loan amount is under that, you are, you know, what we call conforming, and you know, you fall under um, that bracket and you can do a conforming loan.
1: Okay, so Catherine Williams asked what number. So I'm going to ask Catherine to reply one more time and just tell me, is she looking for our phone number to call? Or was there a different number that we were talking about that she wants us to uh, repeat? So just go ahead and put a new comment in for me, Catherine, that would be great. Um So Carrie, I want you to talk a little bit about how the conventional loan limit being increased has made things easier as far as somebody, the difference between jumbo and conventional. So let's say, let's say, for example, they want to buy something for 800,000, right? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: What, what, and what is the difference? If they had to go jumbo, how much would they have to put down? If they wanted to go conventional, how much would they have to put down? Is that something that you can do quickly or no? Ooh, where's Heidi when I need her? She (laughs) is
3: the master of jumbos. (laughs) Heidi, jump in on this.
1: Um, I think on the jumbo, I'm pretty sure you have to put at least 10% down. Minimums. And let's go with a basic of 20%, Yeah, I would say 20%. And reserves. You're
2: going to have to have reserves. And people are like, what is a reserve? And that just basically means you know in your in your account somewhere you have to be able to show that you have money to make that mortgage payment you know for That's typically generous.
3: 6 to 12 months of worth of payments in yep. the bank
1: liquid uh-huh mm-hmm. so heidi says i'm here so heidi um <laughs> while you're over there watching let's have you work out really quick um what is the bare minimum that you could put down if you were buying a house for 800000 going jumbo. And I know that we had a lot of 10% down jumbo products before, but I believe that many of them have gone away. So it really should be probably 20% down. So if you were trying to get a jumbo loan at 800000 then you would have to put how much down. So I'm going to let Heidi do that together. It should be 160 thousand plus closing costs plus reserves plus all kinds of stuff. Well, and okay. I think
2: the other thing with jumbos is they're a little bit more strict on your credit score and they're a little bit more strict on um, debt to inc- uh, debt to income ratios, loan to value ratios. For me, a jumbo is just kind of an all around harder. Some, most of the time, a harder loan to get than a conforming. Conforming to me is a little bit easier. They're more forgiving, you know, on your credit score than a jumbo. Um, you know, to me, they'll allow a little bit low higher ratios which you know allow sometimes that can make all the difference just that little tweak
1: so 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 Heidi says okay 160,000 down so I was correct I was just doing it quickly in my head so an (laughs) 800,000 sales price 20% down payment 160,000 down that does not include your your closing costs that does not include the reserve requirements that you know none of that we're just going basic down payment I want people to kind of understand how this is beneficial right right so at 800,000 If you wanted a jumbo loan, 20% down, 160 grand. Now, we've got new increased loan amounts, right? And we're going to pretend, again, national average conventional conforming limit. We're not talking high balance areas, right? So at 800,000... Heidi, do it really fast for me on your calculator. What is the difference? Oh, do you? (laughs) All right. So give it to us. What is the difference between 800,000 and the 726,200? So now that's going to be 73,800. So a lot of people before, okay, so we need 73,000 versus 160. So again, conventional works out, less money down. What is that in an actual, um, Uh, like, you know, percentage, right? What is that 70, whatever that number was you just gave us. (laughs) What is that percentage of that 800,000? It should be less than 10%. It's 9%. Right. So at 9% down, you can now get into that $800,000 home, $800,000 sales price. You can get in with less than 10% down where jumbo financing will typically require the 20% down. So there is a benefit, right? And no reserves. Right. And no reserves and a lower credit score, as Heather was pointing out. Uh, Higher higher debt debt ratios, ratios, right? (laughs) Lots of things that are very beneficial over the jumbo to the conventional. So a lot of people kind of get confused with the 726, but I want to buy 800. But what does that mean? So I'm kind of trying to do just some easy math, right, for people to get it. Now, because we are still airing the show, the radio show in Seattle, who pulled Mm -hmm. up the Seattle number? What was our high balance number in Seattle? It so, was 900 and something thousand, right? 970?
2: Yeah, it was 977, 500. Um, okay. So uh-huh.
1: so our Seattle listeners would be able to put 5% down payment with a conventional loan on that 800,000, right? Not have mm-hmm. to go to Jumbo where somebody in Tennessee where uh Carrie's at or somebody in Arizona where Heidi's at would have to put that difference between the 800 and the 726, because there is no high balance in those counties. So one thing I would tell everybody listening to the show is if you're wondering what you need, how much cash do you need? It depends on where you live. It depends on what county that you're in. So we really do need to talk to you, which is where we asked, Heather, the question that said, "If I find a house for seven hundred thousand and I'm putting down one hundred and fifty thousand, would there still be a conventional loan or is it based off the purchase price?" And that she said, "Well, I'm gonna have to ask you a hundred questions. <laughs> you, we we do. We need to know what your credit score is. You know, even though you've got a really big down payment, maybe." You're a vet and you qualify for a VA loan and that's better than conventional. Maybe you don't have a great credit score and even with a big down payment, we need to talk about FHA, right? So every single person is going to be a little bit different, which loan program and product that we put you in to determine what works best for you. Just because you're in an area that has a high balance space, maybe the high balance interest rate is higher than where a jumbo rate might be. So if you do have a low debt ratio, you do have a a 20% down payment, you do have reserves in the bank, you've got a great credit score, we may opt to put you into a jumbo loan over a conventional loan, because you would get better pricing, you'd get a better interest rate and a better monthly payment. So, you know, just kind of trying to explain a little bit for people listening, this increase in these conventional rate or conventional loan limits is huge. It is so beneficial. It is going to help so many people. I was reading an article the other day that our, and and Heather, you can chime in on this because you read a lot of it too. And then we end up gabbing back and forth. Um, but I want to say that California... Actually, I think nationwide, but it might've been California that I was reading maybe one of the real estate articles um, from the, but anyway, are we have had 41% appreciation.
2: Yeah, it's been pretty high. That sounds about right. It was pretty close to 45 when I was reading it and what they were talking about, because I was, I was reading up on this when they announced it yesterday, I, I heard it and I like spun around real fast because- you know, we'd been talking somewhere between 700 and maybe 750, and we weren't really sure. And we said, oh, you know, they, they had it at 750, knocked it down, knocked it down. And, and we were assuming like 700. So to hear 726, that's amazing. Um, but what they do is, you know, they they take these limits and they increase them to keep them in line with the housing market. And what I found was interesting was even though, you know, the housing markets lost some pricing in the past five months, let's say, Um, You know, we were still strong up until spring of this year. They felt they raised this percentage 12% because the housing market is still up 12% from where it was last year. And that to me was kind of crazy because I You know, we all talk about, oh my gosh, we're slow and housing prices are dropping and you know, this, that and the other. But the big thing that people don't understand is we are so underbuilt. We just do not have enough units in the United States to go around. It doesn't matter if you're in Los Angeles or Seattle or Nashville or Arizona or Vegas, wherever you're at, you know, we don't have enough properties out there. So the fact that our prices are still higher, you know, than they were last year, knowing that this is coming in and saying hey home buyers and you know even those who want to refinance you know um, this is you too it's not just somebody who's buying we're going to help you know we're going to help you out a little bit and we're going to balance these out so i think that that's you know a great thing is is when you realize um, you know that we have appreciated so much you know and so fast in the last couple of years for this to come in and say, you know, yeah, we understand that those prices are higher and, you know, by raising this conforming limit to you, it's allowing you to utilize more loan amount, you know, at, at better at more beneficial rates and, and such. So I think that that's, that's great. Yeah, 41% is about where I've heard, I've heard um, 43 and 45. Um, and I've heard that since about two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So it, it's crazy. And and Debbie, you and I say this all the time: is that you know the market goes in waves. So you know right now we were at a high, and we're going to come down a little bit, but we're going to go right back up again. It all I've never seen it in. 30 plus years, go down, stay down, or come lower. It's always rebounded. It's just the amount of time that it takes to get there. And right now we're in a situation where we just don't have housing units. So it's going to be interesting to see where we balance out at.
1: Yeah, I, and I do think that we're going to see property values come down a bit, but the Absolutely. appreciation has been yeah. so big yeah. that even if we see drops of twenty, even thirty mm-hmm. percent, we are still well above where yep. home values were in twenty nineteen and even twenty twenty. Yeah. So you know that the there's not going to be very many people that end up upside down. I don't personally see a ton of foreclosures coming to play because I think everybody will at at the very. I mean, if you bought a home in 2020 or 2021 and you put minimum money down, you may end up a bit upside down, but not far enough that you're going, it's going to be like 08 and 09 and 07 where people were walking away. Yeah. Um, it, it just doesn't make sense to do that when it's your home, you've got the write off, you have everything that you need. Um, so well, we and- did.
2: Oh, I was going to say, we you know real fast let me hit on that too is that what people got to remember is in 07 and 08 we didn't have the lack of rentals that we do now there's a lot of people renting right now and you got to remember is that when these investors are buying these properties they're still buying them at the same price that you would be buying it at which means that their mortgage payment's going to be about the same which is going to keep those you know rental rates up as well so you know the fact that um, that the market goes down you still, you know, it it will come back up. It's not going to go down, you know, like it did in 07 and 08. I just want people to kind of hear that.
1: Yeah. So Michelle did ask the question. I'm going to let you answer this one, Carrie. She says, is it 726, 200 or 726, 300? It's 726, 200. There you go. So, and if there is a particular area, county, city that anybody out there is in that you want us to give you your number, please feel free to put that into the feed. I'll read it. Um, Carrie, you've actually got the printout of like every state and every county there, right? No, I only um pulled the ones I was
2: gonna I, I have it pulled it's on my phone next to me. So if you see me looking at right, it, Heather's got it. All right, Heather's got, got, it. got it. So and so Michelle
1: you, well, Michelle down. asks Michelle asks, what is seven hundred and fifty thousand loan then? Is it a conventional or a tweener? And I love that she asked that question. So <laughs> if the loan amount is seven hundred and fifty thousand, not the sales price, but the loan amount, and you are in a high balance. Or a high cost area, then you are a tweener loan. I love that. That's gonna be my new statement. People I are just. You're gonna
2: call and be like, I'd like some more information on a tweener loan and other letters be like, what are you guys talking about? A tweener loan.
1: I literally just renamed high balance to the tweener mortgage, mortgage but it makes more thing. sense. It makes more sense. It's easier it to is. understand. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I love that. Um, but but yeah, so Michelle, but if you are in an area that does not have a high balance loan limit, so you're not in a high cost area like Los Angeles County, for example, or King County up in Seattle, then you are a $750,000 loan amount would actually be a jumbo loan. So we have to know where you're looking to buy to be able to actually answer that question 100%. But even no matter what, if you're in that high balance or that high cost area that has those higher loan limits, yes, you are a tweener loan. So I love that. Thank you for the question. It's a good question. So I wanted
3: to give you guys um, an example of how this has really benefited some clients um I've had a client who's pre-approved um with a 660 loan amount and 40% down. So she's looking in LA so we're at the high um we have the high cost area so we can go higher but having her loan amount at 660 she was high balance. Now with the increased loan limit she's conforming so her rate dropped so I was able to get her rate down gosh, I want to say half a point. Plus, I mean, we have had a little bit of rate improvement lately. Um, so we went from 660 with 40% down. Now she can actually go higher in her loan amount and put 35% down instead of 40. So that puts a little bit more money in her pocket instead of having to come in with that full amount. So win-win for everybody. She got to put less money down.
1: Yeah, no, that and and that is something too. Like if you think about if you had kept her at the 40% down because that was where her comfort level was and she was happy to put that money down, right? Mm -hmm. And then you were to relook at it, how much could you have actually changed her sales price? It really does make things more affordable because what the consumer doesn't see is the difference in the interest rate between the regular conforming loans and the tweener loans, right? They really are about three-eighths to a half a percent higher in interest rate, right? So if you're going from an interest rate that is 6.5 to 7, or you know, go back three weeks ago, and we were at seven or seven and a half, right? the The rates have come down, thank goodness. So if you've been recently pre-approved and your loan officer was talking to you about interest rates in the sevens, call them back or call us and get re-approved and get something locked in because rates definitely dropped. Um, but imagine how much higher that she could go, keeping the same down payment, just because those loan limits changed, and now she's not only in the lower interest rate because the loan limit changed. But now she can actually, like you mentioned, get financed for more without, you know, because, she, and then basically not put more money down, but it really does make a big, huge difference. Um, Michelle asks, do do different lenders use different DTI ratios? or is there a minimum standard DTI ratio? So that's a great question. Uh, Heather, I'm going to let you go, and then I'll let Carrie go. So do different lenders use different
2: DTI ratios? No. Um, so the ratios that we have, whether it's, so so FHA and conventional um, will have different um, debt to income ratios, but respectively, they're they're, sh- they should be all the same, you know, to fall within the guidelines. They shouldn't vary from lender to lender. We're all pretty much the same.
1: Mm. Okay. I'm going to let Carrie
3: answer that one. Well, that's also going to depend on what investors every lender has. Cause mm. you know, banks or credit unions could be a little different because they have to adhere to their own guidelines and overlays. Whereas with our company, we have a ton of investors on the back end, So we can um, do things in house, do your standard Fannie Freddie. The standard Fannie Freddie is pretty much the same across the board, but then you have, um, you know, certain overlays, other brokers, other programs. Um, so it really just depends.
1: So I'm going to actually answer this one and say they were both right. Basically Heather (laughs) says no. And, or I don't know which one, I don't know who said what, but basically Heather says, everybody's got the same debt ratios. Carrie says, no, everybody everybody doesn't have a set date. So the answer is actually both. It is yes and no, right? So every single lender that does a conventional Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac financing that offer it, there are standard guidelines that come from Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac that are written in a book that we all have to follow, right? So then on top of that, then the, the lenders get to and choose whether they want to do, how Carrie mentioned, overlays. So for example, Wells Fargo, big bank would offer a conventional loan, but might say, even though Fannie Mae will let us go to 50% on the debt ratio, we don't want those loans. So we're going to do an overlay and say, our bank will only write the loan up to 45. Um, and, and I'm not telling you that that's what Wells Fargo says. I'm just giving you an example. They're a big name that a lot of people understand and know, right? So then you could maybe roll over to City, and City says, well, we'll do it different. Then you could roll over and you could go to PennyMac and PennyMac says, well, this is what we feel comfortable with. So every individual lender can choose to do an overlay And can choose what they feel they're comfortable writing and closing. So it could be slightly different than the standard written book guidelines from Fannie and Freddie. Um, We, as a mortgage bank, which is what Carrie was talking about, we have multiple investors that we can choose to write your loan with. Number one, we are direct with Fannie and Freddie. So if we need to, and we need to go direct to be able to get the direct book guidelines. Full allowance, no overlays, we can then we can look at Penny Mac and Citibank and Wells Fargo and Bank of America and all the different lenders that offer financing, right? And we can pick and choose where you fit and who has the best interest rate that day. So if you have a 47% debt ratio, we're going to have to put you with a lender that doesn't care about 47, but you're going to be limited to which investors will allow. And then we're going to pick the one with the rate that's the best for that day. Uh, if you have a 38% debt ratio and you've got a fantastic credit score and you've got reserves in the bank, which I'm going to let you guys talk about reserves and we'll let Carrie talk about reserves um, because we had a question come up about reserves. Uh, But if you are literally an A++ plus borrower, then we're going to put you with whoever's got the best rate that day and we don't care what their overlay or their guideline is. So the answer was actually yes and no to that one. So both girls were right. I just wanted to kind of explain the difference. Uh, And of course, Heidi jumped in and said, I so wanted to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, she wanted, she wanted to answer that question. Cause she, I'm sure she was probably like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Debbie, you're right. It's yes, it's no, it's, it's all of it. Um, all right. So Michelle did jump in and she says, you said reserves are sometimes required, not always question marks. So Carrie, I'm going to let you take that one.
3: Um, so typically, reserves are going to be required on your jumbo loans um, or on a purchase conventional loan. They don't care about reserves. As long as you have um, enough money for your down payment and your closing costs enough to close your loan, we're good. You don't need reserves in the bank. Um, There are instances on certain programs like a cash out refinance, and you're trying to get to a certain debt to income ratios where we are going to look for reserves to get you to qualify But typically on a regular conventional purchase or an FHA, VA purchase, as long as you have funds to close, we don't care about reserves.
1: So jumbo, yes, conventional, no, purchase. However, Mm -hmm. if it's a purchase for an investment property, yes, you would need reserves even with conventional. If you're trying to do a cash out refinance and you want to go over 45% debt ratio on Fannie Mae, yes, you need to have reserves. On Freddie Mac, it just depends on whether you get a decision of reserves or not. So that one is truly an algorithm up to the computer system. So again, Michelle, just like we've mentioned You know, tons of times throughout every show we've done in history, we have got to just talk to you about what are you trying to buy? Where are you trying to buy it? Uh, What is your debt ratio? Do you have reserves? How much are you putting down? Are you buying an investment property? Are you buying a second home? Are you buying a primary residence? Is it a condo? Is it a duplex? Is it three or four units? We have just got to know so many things to be able to ultimately tell you exactly what you would need. But it is something that is really easy. Easy for us to do in a simple consultation. First phone call out the gates, we're going to get a talk to you, ask you a bunch of questions, and we're going to be able to give you what we feel that you're going to need. And then obviously we confirm up that information once you do the the application, but we could absolutely give you everything that you're looking for. And that goes for everybody that is listening and watching the show. You guys have full access to us. You can call our office. We don't charge you money for consultations. We can talk to you about what you're trying to do, where are you looking, and then talk to you about how much cash that you would need. We can even run scenarios. We can run debt ratios based on what you tell us verbally. That doesn't mean we're going to issue you a pre-approval letter, um, (laughs) but we can give you an idea of where you are so that you know whether you feel comfortable and confident moving forward to to start the loan application process so that is what a consultation is and we do them and we do them for free and we are happy to con- do it for you and do it for anybody that you know that needs it so once again you guys call the office it's 844 935 3634 that's 844 we lend for you w e l e n d and the number 4 Give us a call and talk to us. So Michelle, you are in San Jose. Um, I don't know off the top of my head what the loan limits in San Jose are, but I do know you're up north and I am pretty sure that they are a little bit higher than um, than the normal conventional standard loan limit. But Carrie looks like she's I looking it up. What um, county is San Jose in? Um, San Francisco County? I don't think so. Michelle, give us your county because that that does matter. Um, it does matter what county that you're in. But I want to say that it's a little bit higher up there. Depends on where she's at. Um, So anyway, so if you guys want to ask us your questions, get your phone consultation. I gave you guys the number. You want to know when we go live. You want to be part of the show. You want to be able to ask your questions. Make sure that you text the word MOM to 844 844- That's 844. We lend for you. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. We're going to take a quick commercial break because I have only given you guys one this whole show during that commercial break. Maybe Michelle will give us her county and we'll look that up for her and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Debbie Marku, host of the Mortgage Mom radio show. Hey, do you know what an FHA loan is? Well, tune in, listen up. It is a do-over loan in my opinion. They've got great circumstances for anybody that's got lower credit scores, possibly a short sale or a foreclosure in the past, even a bankruptcy. Give us a call. It's 3.5% down to buy a home and refinancing is there to help you as well. It's 844-935-3634 or head on over to my website at MortgageMomRadio.com. Hi, this is Debbie Marku, host of the Mortgage Mom Radio Show. Well, what are we doing? What is Mortgage Mom Radio doing for you? We are bringing you guys the truth. Nothing but the truth. Every single Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, we go live on YouTube, Twitch and Facebook. We're working on TikTok and we hope to get that rolling very soon as well. So make sure that you do follow us, subscribe, turn on notification bells, whatever that platform is that you like so that you can get engaged in the conversation. You can watch the show, you can ask your questions and you can get your answers Truthfully answered. So, what are people asking me? What are some of the things that might interest you that you'd want to be part and interactive, part of this show? Well, people are asking, what do you think about equity lines? What do you think about reverse mortgages? Should I be buying right now? Should I be waiting? Uh, is it, you know, is now a good time to buy? Um, I'm renting and my landlord just told me that I need to move in six months. Should I be signing a new lease? Should I be going to another rental? Can I buy? These are all the really hard questions, especially in today's economy, that people are asking. And I'm bringing you the truth and nothing but the truth. So make sure that you guys do follow along. You get part of the show and you get interactive to get your questions answered. If you want to give us a call, you want to talk to us right here at the office, it's 844-935-3634. That's 844. We lend for you. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. We'll talk to you all real soon. All right. So welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom, and we are doing this show every week to bring you guys the information and education that you need. During the break, I actually looked it up. It was um, San Jose is in Santa Clara County. And what was that loan limit that you ladies found? Uh, $1,089,300 okay so you're definitely a tweener Michelle and you only have to put down five percent and depending on the type of property that you're purchasing you most likely would not need reserves unless it's an investment if you are trying to refinance the property you should not need reserves unless it is an investment or your debt to income ratio is over 45 so hopefully we got you the information that you need but again please feel free to call the office we'd be more than happy to talk to you about your scenario and let you know exactly what we can do. Uh, So before we end the show, uh, Heather had brought up also during the break, which is a good time for us to kind of chat quickly about maybe things that we missed. Um, But you said that you wanted to talk a little bit about what I had mentioned at the beginning of the show about buying the interest rate down and getting the rate for my VA client at Mm -hmm. the five and a half. And so go for it. You start.
2: I just think it's important for whether you're refinancing or purchasing a home that, you know, you understand that if you're purchasing a home, that the seller can help you, um, by buying down the rate. So if you're at a rate, you know, I know Debbie was talking VA at the five and a half, but if you're at a six and a half and you really want to be at that six and a quarter or six, or maybe, you know, even under, depending on where the rates are that day, you can ask the seller when you're purchasing a home in your contract um, to help you buy that rate down. And the seller can actually bring in money to, you know, get your rate lower for you. Um, same thing with the refinance, you know, if you're looking, you know, at um, the rates, you're thinking, gosh, you're just little high wish they were a little bit lower that is always an option you know that's available to you and again we'd love to talk with you about that so just you know don't hear oh i heard you know six and a half or seven um yeah there's definitely you know some flexibility in there if you're looking you know to purchase a home you can ask that seller to help you buy that down if you're refinancing you know that's an option for you to um you know buy the rate down as well I
1: love it. So with that, we are pretty much at the end of the show. Carrie, is there anything that we missed or that we didn't talk about or that you wanted to focus on that you felt was really good since this was the show about the increased loan limits? Pressures on. There is actually one
3: thing that we didn't talk about at all. Um, So when we were talking about this, we were talking about single one unit properties, uh, like a single family home or a condo but we did not mention the two, three, and four-unit properties. Um, All right, give it to us. So those increased as well. So nationwide, the two-unit went up to, now I don't know what it was before because I don't have those memorized, Um, but the two-unit went up to $929,850. A three-unit went up to $1,123,900. And a four-unit went up to $1,396,800. Some other high-cost areas, the four units went up over $2 million. Um, And this doesn't mean that you have to buy this as an investment property. You can buy this owner-occupied, live in one of the units, um, get a conforming loan, and rent out the other units to help the property pay
1: for itself. Uh, I like it. I forgot all about those. I mean, it's just, we, you know, we weren't on that subject. Like, we're not talking about units, you know, so it just wasn't something that I was actually thinking about. But yes, the the units, the, the conforming loan limit does change based on how many units that you're purchasing. And then obviously, like you said, in high cost areas, getting a conventional loan up to four units, up to two million dollars. Uh, that's that's really beneficial. Now, one thing I do want to make sure people do know is that when you start buying multiple units, the down payment requirement does change. It's no longer five percent down on a two unit or, you know, You're talking about bigger down payments are required even for owner occupied, depending on whether it's two units, three units or four units. So again, you'd have to call us so that we can talk to you about what you would need to purchase that, but definitely easier than trying to get a jumbo loan on a four unit property, you know, at $2 million. That is for sure. Uh, Michelle asked one last question, and we're going to answer it really quick, and then we are going to go. Um, She says, how much is investment rate usually higher than homeowner rate? And do different lenders give different investment rates? So one thing I'm going to tell you is that every every single lender, their interest rate is going to be slightly different. uh, Slightly. Every lender should not be off by more than... 0.125 to 0.25. It's going to be a very small amount, but every lender, yes, is going to have slightly different interest rates if the program is exactly the same that they are selling. Now, some lenders might have different programs available that other lenders don't have. Um, I can't really answer that question for you. It's probably about a point to a point and a half higher to get into an investment property um, over an owner-occupied rate. But if you're looking at a debt service loan or a bank statement loan or some other type Type of investment property loan that is not a normal conventional loan, that's going to be much more than a point or a point and a half. Um, so again, you guys just got to call us and let us talk to you and let us help you and let us answer those questions for you. It's really, really hard because there are so many loan programs There are so many different things that change what the rate would be based on the borrower and the scenario and the property and the county and the area. It's really, really hard to throw those out. We're definitely not a show that says, call us now. Rates are Um, (laughs) 2.99. I've never been that show, even when interest (laughs) rates were 2.99, because everybody is just a little bit different and there is no cookie cutter rate that belongs to everybody. So um with that I'm going to shut the show down so that we can get our um hour done. If you guys have questions, if you you want to give us a call, the number is 844 935 three, four. Once again, it was Carrie Young and Heather Barkley Kilpatrick, both with me on the Mortgage Mom Radio team. And they are here and happy to answer all of the questions that you guys have. Thank you ladies so much for being on today, for being the face. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you for being the face of Mortgage Mom Radio so that I did not have to be. I love it. It was kind of nice. We're going to have to do this way more often. That means
2: all the time. Next time yes. Heidi needs to come on too.
1: Yes, we will get Heidi on. We haven't seen in the her next in a while. One. I know. Yes, we will get her on. All right, you guys all have a great day, and we'll talk to you all real soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye.